0: This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Louise Ma. Welcome to Treasure Trove. It's a funny little thing. It documents a really strange provisional space. It is a kind of monument to excess. Stories from our galleries and archives. It's just an unbelievably tragic story. It's really timeless.
1: This is an extraordinary installation work by the German avant-garde artist Joseph Beuys. Its title is Stripes from the House of the Shaman. And it's a work of art that talks about transformation,
0: the idea of travelling, the idea of alchemy. I'm with senior curator Lucina Ward in a vast white space at the National Gallery of Australia. This enigmatic work was purchased in the early 1980s and is now back on show. It consists of seven long strips of grey industrial felt that run along the floor before rising to meet a rough wooden beam like a lintel. Small piles of iron phosphate, sulphur and cinnabar rest on the floor at the end of the strips. They represent the elements of transformation. Off to the side is a copper rod wrapped in felt and two thick coats hang on the wall. Now, the coats are important because when you think of the idea
1: of a shaman, we have an old-style shaman and a new-style shaman. One coat is made of rabbit fur, and again, those of your listeners who know Boyce's work know that rabbits are very important to him, part of one of his most important performances. And then another a more traditional army-style coat, uh, which is a reference to the way in which Boy's life unfolds and the important story that he tells about being in a, an airplane crash and being rescued by Tartars
0: and wrapped in uh, fat and felt to keep him warm. Joseph Boys was born in Germany in 1921, By the time of his death in 1986, he'd established himself as a sculptor and performer, and one of the most important post-war avant-garde artists. He was also a co-founder of Germany's Green Party. During World War II, he'd served in the Luftwaffe, the story of his rescue by nomadic Tatars in the Crimea became a foundation myth for his art. It's
1: a story that may or may not be true. It's a story that boys tells often. Like all good stories, there are probably elements of fact to it. But he uses it as a story that is almost alchemical in a way. So he's flying with the German Air Force. His plane is shot down. He's almost dead, lying in the snow, and he's rescued by Tartars who coat him in uh, fat and then wrap him in felt. And of course, those are the materials that he uses, the substances that he then subsequently uses over and over in his work. And it's a reference to the idea of healing what art and the shaman and people who you rescue when your plane is shot down can do. But it's also uh, a story that is very important in the sense that it represents the idea of, of a sort of resurrection. You know, that someone whose early life is, is taken up by the, the horrors of Germany in the war period can be in effect transformed into someone who's very strong politically and strong artistically and philosophically
0: and how someone can be transformed in that way. Stripes from the House of the Shaman represents some of Boyce's key themes, ideas about transformation, life, death, the magic of art and the power of the artist as a healer. Senior Curator Lucina Ward. This is,
1: people will be surprised to find, one of Boyce's most accessible works. And it's a work of art that's very subtle, both in terms of its materials and its composition. But it's also a work of art that's very uh, strong graphically or formally. The business of all of its lines and the way they're uh, layered and overlapping uh, is really important. So for me at least it's a very pleasing and satisfactory Mm installation within the space. But it also is a reference to the way in which the artist uh, came to the National Gallery in 1982 when the work was uh, first acquired and installed it here.
0: And he made some changes. He made some changes.
1: Uh, When the work was first installed in London, the Anthony Dofe Gallery, it actually had two spaces, a kind of outer and inner sanctum, a big room and a small room. And in anticipation of the work being installed here, those spaces were Reconstructed. But he made these changes. That wall was actually taken down. He went out to a Lumberyard in Fishwick, or I think, in fact, I think it was Queenbin, and searched for several pieces of wood to form this lintel. So, the idea of, of a passageway, a space that you move into, that you might be in some ways transformed. But when you look at the piece and you look at the strong horizontals and the way the felt is held up, and you look at what's in effect, securing the pieces of felt. There's a reference too to the idea of crucifixion, to the differences in materials, the way in which the rather spiky pine fronds, there's a reference to nails, and the way in which they put that pressure on the felt and you see it moving. So, all of these ideas are really very important uh, to boys, the way in which materials interact and the idea of a shaman who can change the world.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Treasure Trove, stories from our galleries and archives. I'm Louise Marr from ABC Radio Canberra. To subscribe to Treasure Trove or any of our podcasts, download the ABC Listen app.